episode number 34. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. If you are following this podcast, you will know that I am now at the tail end of my first ever crowdfunding campaign. I am happy to announce that as of today, I have reached 74% to the goal. And I want to thank each of you who are listening, who have partnered up with me to make this CD become a reality. It truly takes a village to pull something like this off. And if it weren't for those people who are partnering with me, this CD would never have been made possible. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. So last night I went into the studio for the final time to record the evening track, which is just really exciting. So at this point, the music is all in the hands of the producer. And I understand that within one to two weeks, he's going to send me back the entire album to review. And then shortly after that, I will go to print the album and then start distributing it. It's all really exciting. And if you recall from last week's episode, I'm really making a concerted effort to stay in that place of joy, even though fear sometimes still creeps up once in a while. But that's just what happens when we get stuck, my dear friends. Sometimes the emotion just lingers, and sometimes it returns. But that's okay. That's just more material for us to work with, right? And it's really just an opportunity to turn that stuck spot into a source of energy and positive change. So here's a bit of joy for you right now before I share my story for the week. This clip comes from the noon track. It's the chant of gratitude, Moda Ani, which I played for you from the morning track. But of course, this is going to sound different because the music and the notes are different, reflecting the time of day, which is the afternoon. So take a listen. Okay, so about maybe six weeks ago when I started to compose the notes I would sing for this CD, I didn't quite think about the backup voices. I was really only focusing at the time 
on the main voice that was going to be chanted throughout the CD. So once I wrote my notes down for myself, I invited a few friends to be potential backup singers for the project. And I invited them to meet me one evening so I can share with them the new music and how everything was going to go. And when we met, I was like so excited for this next part of this process because harmonies always add so much to a song. And basically what I did was I started singing and I asked my friends to just like make up harmonies as I was singing. And well, like that just kind of didn't work (laughs) because people ended up singing the same harmonies and they didn't really know what they were doing and it, it just didn't sound good at all. And apparently my idea of asking them to just sing whatever they heard in their heads wasn't really a good one. And one of my friends suggested that I just go home and write out the harmonies and then invite them back and teach them what they should sing. And I was like, I I can't do that. I'm not a composer and I don't know how to do that. And I was really in that moment stuck on disbelief. And one of my friends said, sure you can, Shira. You, you do that all the time without even realizing it. Just try. So I walked home that evening a little disappointed that we got no work done and I didn't move this CD forward. And I went to sleep trying to figure out who I could hire to try to compose the harmonies for the CD. And I woke up the next morning and I still had no ideas. And when I went to take a stop the next morning, I noticed that this story about the music, it just kept coming into my mind because, right, this is what I was focusing on. And I was sitting there focusing on my breath and I kept catching myself stuck on this disbelief that I can't do this and what am I going to do? And I realized it was a good time as any to just get unstuck. So while I was S, taking a stop, I T, I told myself I was stuck on disbelief, among other emotions, of course. And I allowed myself to feel that emotion. And do you know what it felt like? It felt like a tightness in my shoulders. And it felt like a squinching in my eyes, like between my eyebrows, really. And the more I allowed myself to just feel those emotions in my body the less I actually started to feel them in my body. That's just what happens when you allow yourself to really feel the emotions. So then I, you, I tried to uncover what was going on underneath these emotions. And I said to myself, I believe I have no idea how to arrange harmonies. And I asked myself, is that 100% true? And I answered, No, that's really not 100% true, because first of all, I did do my first musical arrangement for my community during a holiday this past summer. It was the first time that I've done this. It was a four-part a cappella song that I arranged, and I did it all on my own, and I had no idea that I could do it, but I tried, and I succeeded, and to be honest, I totally forgot that I did that. And that was all I really needed to uncover. 
Because from that place, I was really able to see, consider that even if, even if I believed I couldn't arrange harmonies on paper, I can definitely hear harmonies in my head. You know, some people are blessed with like visual perceptions, like my husband, he can look at a blueprint and he can see a house in like 3D, okay? Like I cannot do that for the life of me. That's like impossible. But what I can do is I can hear harmonies in my head. And when people sing, I can hear what other notes would go along with what they're singing. So while I may not have experience with writing it out formally, like in a, arranging a composition, I definitely have the experience with just singing them out. And I figured if I could do that, I could figure out how to transcribe that onto paper. And I considered just trying that. And I considered the worst thing could be is that I don't succeed. And I also considered just to have faith that I actually could do this. And so I tried, and I was able to do it. And it was actually a lot easier than I thought it would be. My emotions of disbelief and fear really held me back and blinded me to the fact that this wasn't really so hard for me. And then I invited my friends back, and I taught them their parts, and everything really went smoothly from there. And after that, I reminded myself that, okay, it was okay that I got stuck on disbelief and fear, and I held myself in this place of self-compassion. You know, I think a lot of us get stuck in disbelief. Even now, as I'm in the tail end of this crowdfunding campaign, I've been finding myself stuck on disbelief that I'm going to even reach my goal, right? I mean, I may reach it, but oftentimes I'm in this place of disbelief that I'm not going to reach it. But when I get stuck in disbelief, I get held back from thinking as broadly as possible. And it really holds me back from living the life I want to lead. And I don't really want to be held back. Do you? I truly have no idea what will happen in the next 10 days. Truly. How could I know? I'm not God. Maybe, maybe... 300 people will suddenly decide to each contribute $10 to this campaign. Who knows? There are endless possibilities to what can happen, you know? And if I keep myself in a place of disbelief, perhaps that's going to influence how much more effort I'm going to make to reach my goal. And I'm certainly not saying that staying in a place of blind faith will ensure success in everything in life. Certainly not. But just keeping the faith to the unknown, because none of us ever know what will be tomorrow. Take a moment now and think of a stuck situation that you may be in. Can you consider faith? Faith that whatever your story is, it may work out differently than what you are expecting. Faith that things will work out the way they are supposed to. Faith that everything will be okay, no matter what. No matter what. Just 
faith. Can you consider that? Okay, my dear friends, you will be hearing about this campaign one more time next week. And I look forward to sharing with you some clips from the evening track, which I believe may be the most beautiful track of the CD. Also, next week is episode number 35. And every seven episodes on this podcast, I take a break from sharing stories. And I talk about something completely different. Next week, I would like to talk about who were the influencers behind the stuck method. I really can't wait to share that with you. I will post the link to the campaign in the show notes for those of you who would like to take a look at the campaign and order a CD for yourself or maybe for someone you love. So that is it for today's episode. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.